Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another chapter of Far From Home. I'm your host and storyteller, Eric Taylor. It's episode two of this fantastical science fiction Savage Worlds game. Let's introduce our players. We're going to start in a weird place today. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing well. Katie. Hey. <laughs> How are you, Katie? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Sarah. Hello. Shani, how are you? Good. And as we are going to do now on this show, I'm going to roll a dice at the start of show. That dice is going to determine who of our players is going to be offered slash instigated to give us a recap for the price of a Benny. And today's roll is a one, which is Shawnee B. So Shawnee B, for a Benny, recap last week for us. Okay. Um, the three of the party members, Coral, Nyla, and Charlie all got on a helicopter and went to a takeoff point for the Hygra. Um, they got all settled in and as the ship was taking off, um, as the ship was taking off, big ship, not small ship, we're not thinking like boat, we're leaving the planet because, uh, and that's, uh, there are seven different fleets. There are 47,000 people in a, numbers aren't my thing. There are a lot of people leaving the planet. And so it is time for people to get together and, and do that thing. Those three people got on the ship they were supposed to, and at the time that they were supposed to. Meanwhile, Laurie decided, hey, I am going to sneak onto any ship that I can sneak onto. Laurie does that. Um, once they're up in the atmosphere, um, they find that a couple of the ships uh, collide and explode or have faults and explode. Um, meanwhile, they also find out that there was a terrorist attack on uh, some some of the bases that ships were being built at turns out that that was Laurie's cousin, Roberto, who was involved in such a thing. Laurie is now on a ship. Um, she didn't know that that was a thing that could have happened playing any, mini mighty mo. just wanted to point that one out. Um, so they're all out in the atmosphere. Laurie is discovered, uh, speaks with, uh, two different people who play good cop, bad cop. Um, the others make some tea. Coral has a nervous bladder. Um, and they start to head toward something that has two, uh, two pieces of rock floating in space. How else to describe it other than an Eternium gate? But, you know, I don't know how to describe it any other way. Um, and they're flying straight toward it, but we don't know what's happening after that because we haven't got there yet. Oh, you're not flying straight. Oh yeah, you are. Sorry. Someone's flying straight yeah, toward it. The other people saw it. You saw the recording. Yes. If I remember correctly, which I might not. So hopefully that's what happened. Because if not, this will be wrong. But in my brain, it was the other group of it was the other fleet that was seeing it. Not you guys. You guys are still a ways off. But as you guys are flying in that direction, you have all watched that video with Governor Terzi. And as that video kind of comes to an end, and she turns and says, We don't know what it is. We have no idea. But we've lost contact with those vessels. 
We've not yet received a destruction notification. They've just simply stopped transmitting. And we have very long-range transmitters. We're supposed to be able to stay in touch for at least the first year of our voyage. So, it's very concerning. Unfortunately, there's just... With the terrorist attacks and the arrival of Miss Vasquez, and then this... Unfortunately, what I'm saying is I don't... We're still not convinced that this is a reality... We're starting to wonder if these are forgeries of transmissions by the terrorist group as well. To... I'm not sure what. And she kind of turns and she looks at Nyla. Miss Vasquez learned the incredibly confidential location of the launch site. Although... That's actually not completely accurate. She learned the location of the cargo site that shipped cargo to the Evangelist Wing. She couldn't have done that without help. There's a very limited number of people who had that information. I need to ask you something and understand that as much as there were apparently jokes made at the door. Nobody's going to get spaced on this voyage. Your relationship has been rather known. You didn't tell her, did you? No. No. When she was rejected from the program, I imagine that given your relationship, you were probably devastated. So you'll forgive us in assuming that possibly you were seeking to get your paramour aboard. No. I... I was unaware she hadn't made it through basic. I see. You hadn't been told that she had that she wasn't flying then? No. But Laurie is not a terrorist. Unfortunately, right now we can't be sure. Her timing... It's a little more than coincidental. We had hoped she would be leaving the planet, if not on my ship, at least another. I I think this is more a situation of her, her trying to get on a ship. There would have been other years. If it didn't matter where she was traveling... She could have tried again. She had the skills to get into basic the first time. Unfortunately, the evidence just doesn't support your theory. Can I talk to her? That's not up to me, unfortunately. 
It's up to the Commodore. Could you speak with them? I, If I could talk to her, I know we could figure this out. I'll see what I can do, but I won't make any promises. I didn't get the reputation I have for making false ones. Mm. And she kind of looks around and she's like, but I'll ask. Is there anything else that I can answer for you while I'm here? How soon before we catch up with the rest of the ships that are by that thing? Assuming they've stopped moving six to eight hours, but there's no guarantee that they have stopped. We don't know what's happened. The objective, the the design was to not catch up. The design was to be wing by wing. There's nothing else. No. Very well. And she kind of nods to her bodyguard and the two of them make their way to the door. I don't know what's going to happen and I'm not going to pretend that I do. Miss Vasquez's choices are regrettable. And unfortunately, out here in space, there's there's only so many options. And she nods at all of you and turns and walks out the door, leaving the three of you with the visual that you'd had from the transmissions as well as the information about... Nyla and Lori having been presented. Guess Nyla's probably just sitting there fairly quietly thinking. Charlie's probably trying to figure out that thing in space that the ship's disappeared into because he's very eager to learn about it. Okay. So what are you looking to do? Is there... Do we know anything other than do we do we have any pictures of up close of it? I can look at oh, I wanna there's just so many questions. I wanna see how is it powered? I mean, where did it come from? Why haven't we seen it before now? I mean you could go and sit down at like the console and try and see what you can access with your clearance level. Yes. Okay. Give me a Computer user research role. Or? So you're able to find one thing. What is the thing you are looking for most? And if it's something that you can't find, it won't count as your one thing. Since obviously you don't know what's going to be there or not. Is it like giving off any readings that we can detect gravitational waves or oh yeah a whole ton of gravity it's essentially like a massive celestial body just came out of 
the air in terms of just the gravitational field that it's giving off, it shouldn't be giving off that based on its size. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be giving off that much gravity. And as you're paying attention to your readings, you can see that at last known coordinates before broadcast stopped, the ships were in full reverse and fighting the gravitational pull of whatever this thing is. Um, can I try and figure out if we're caught in this gravitational well? Um, that is going to be something that requires a fairly substantial level of scientific extrapolation. So it would be a team effort, probably from the three of you in there as a thing. So explain to me what you're trying to do, then role play out the conversation to set it up and then we'll assign some roles. Um, yeah, I just want to figure out if we are going if we're going to have the same fate as those ships by just trying to calculate the gravitational based on also the engine capacity that i know would have some idea of what our engine our ship is capable of the thrust versus gravity and i would definitely want i I like turn to coral coral i need i need your help and i mean nyla do you have any like physics background i mean i'm more of an engineer but the amount of gravity that this thing is putting off if we're within like i mean close enough we may we may be end up in this the same predicament as those other ships i know a lot about electronics physics isn't my expertise but i know a lot about this ship well maybe you can help me see if we have enough thrust to I mean, from what I can see, it's a small celestial amount of gravity in a small celestial sphere. I mean, I it's been a while since I've done a little physics homework, but... I mean, physics isn't my specialty, but I can certainly help. And she looks around for maybe some writing tools and a piece of paper or even like just a screen yeah, you, on one you of the have monitors to start. Another pad to work on. Essentially, you've got. Okay, there. so she starts going to work on. There's on not pad. really. There's not really paper aboard the no. ship in any form. <clears throat> Just due to the waste, even like all books you were allowed to bring, you were essentially like required to have logged them, and there was like a limit as a thing. Um, most everything is digital. So yeah, she just starts jotting down figures and things okay. on the on the pad. Nyla, you write down these equations. I'm going to look up what kind of readings we're getting from it and how much gravity. And Coral, if you could, if you can pull up the the equation, uh, the the statistics of what our amount of thrust we have capable, we can put those two together to see if we even have enough thrust to avoid this. Because if we're pulling away from it, it's pulling. It could pull too much stress on it and you know, cause bad things to happen to the ship. We may, I mean, if we can't escape its gravity well, we may not try to fight it as much. So we maybe add more structural integrity to the ship. Okay. Um, what role do you want to use, Jeff? What role do you think is viable? I have a, I have a D6 in science. Okay. Does anybody have a higher 
dice than that in science. Okay, so Katie for Nyla, we will have Nyla play the lead and we will have Charlie give a role of science to assist and Coral, I will allow you to assist with an electronics role because essentially you're helping to program the sim is what we're going to go with. So uh, we'll start with Coral and Charlie. Give me your assist roles, please. And then Nyla, you'll hang on. Five. Okay, so that's one success. Another five is two successes. So Nyla, you are going to get a plus two to this roll. This is an uh, incredibly difficult set of calculations based on the limited data that you have. So you were going to be at a negative two, so that cancels. So you're just at a flat science roll to see what you can figure out based on the information you've got. Okay, 15. Okay. All right. Um, there is no possible way based upon the gravitational pull that is being given off by this mass that your vessels can break out of it once it catches you. You also are able to, because you got two raises, um, you also are able to identify that every time the ships accelerate backwards, the gravity increases. And as soon as they power down, the gravity lessens. And so it's essentially right now, based on last readings, um, which were, you know, an hour ago is when transmission stopped. Based on those readings, you are looking at something that is holding them in place. It doesn't seem to be dragging them in, but it isn't letting them go either, whatever this is. And is that, um, oh, I forgot her title. She's still here. No, she <laughs> left. Okay. Yeah, the lieutenant governor left. The, yeah, the lieutenant governor. Um, we got to let someone know. Oh, I hope, I hope someone else thought of this too. I mean, I'm just a lieutenant. They probably have one of the essential personnel working on this kind of thing. But didn't you say you could pass things to your... Commander? Yeah, but he hasn't even returned my call from the last one. So, I mean, I can try calling him again. Well, try again. And if you can't get through, I'll try to call Flint. And in case we don't get another chance, and she goes up and hugs Charlie, goodbye, because we're all doomed. And then she goes over and hugs Nyla, goodbye. And then she goes and sits on the couch and hugs the couch cushion. It's, it'll be okay, Cole. It'll be okay. We'll, Gotta think positive. Stay positive. How long ago did Nicolette Terzi leave? Like, has it been quite some time? You're muted. I can't hear you. It's been about an hour and a half at this point. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was not a short duration experiment. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) figure it out in five minutes. Nope. I'm going to try to contact my officer, my my boss, my commanding officer. That's okay. the word. Okay. And you call Marcus Tibbet. And it rings a few times. What, Chuck? 
Marcus? Um, Look, we're really busy. There's like onloading stuff. We've got like a terrorist in the brig, apparently. And um, And have you looked at the gravitational waves coming from the object we're actually stuck in the gravity well for right now? What object? What are you talking about? Um, We're being sucked to some kind of, I mean, there's, how many ships was it that got sucked through some kind of, I don't know, wormhole or black hole or something, and we're headed straight for it. I've looked at, we've crunched the numbers, what are you and we are about? being pulled in. Charlie, you... Charlie I, I don't think anyone else on this ship knows. Well, we're, <laughs> I was just talking to the lieutenant governor and she kind of let me know that something else is going on look chuck there's a lot going on right now just in terms of the terrorist and the morning she's locked up what is she gonna do in the borg bro brig brig not borg sorry too much too much (laughs) sci-fi look chuck like we got to do all of the unloading and the onboarding and we got that. And like, I know that your shift doesn't start for a few hours, but like you probably got to get some rest because you sound like you've had way too much coffee. And I've look, Chuck, have you been, have you been taking those caffeine patches again? No. You're sure. Like, cause you, uh-huh. you remember what, yeah, I I'm totally off of last time. Okay. Totally off. You definitely don't see oh, okay. Look, I, I got I got stuff to do. You've got a shift in three hours and you better be here. Oh, I'll be there. But and will the gone. ship be in one piece? I mean okay. And you're Never just mind. like hmm. Okay, call Flint. Okay. She calls Flint. Uh, Coral? Is everything okay? What? You don't call this much ever. Well, so... Do you know about the big thing in space that's sucking ships in? It, It could be classified. She didn't tell us to keep it a secret, though. No. I just wanted to call and say goodbye because we're probably all doomed. Okay. And and to ask if anybody else is working on it because we figured out that there's no possible way to escape. Probably just tear the ship apart trying. Hmm. Nope. Don't know anything about it. Uh, but okay. Goodbye, Coral. I, I, I love you and I'll see you for dinner. And maybe. Love you too. Bye. This is definitely one of those conversations you've had with him before where you call him like, I just want to say goodbye. We're all gonna die. And then he's like, Yes, Coral, goodbye. And then he always says, I'll him, see you for dinner. Coral, do you want me to Is he still on the line? No, no he hung up. Um you mm. you keep calling extremely busy people on onboarding <sighs> launch day. Hmm. So, in a much calmer fashion, 
Nyla's going to have been going through the data pad she has in front of her and finding um, a way to communicate maybe with uh, the lieutenant governor or her or her bodyguard or staff and you just would send have out none of that information at no? your clearance level. You'd what about essentially not be, at her clearance. You'd essentially level? be calling your congressman, right? Like that would be what was going on. Is you'd be calling your congressman's office and leaving a voicemail that they might listen to with an intern six months from now. What about not at her clearance level? Are you a hacker? No. Then <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um. So you can't find a number that would be useful either, Nyla? No. I I could try and hack the system, but I might get in trouble. And then I'll end up in the brig with the ter- I mean, with your girlfriend. Would Coral be willing to hack the system, giving the threat of being spaced for misbehavior hanging over her head? You have a point. Probably not. She might offer it and then think about it and be like, in second thought, no, they might space me. Is there any evidence at this point of, of gravity interacting with our ship or is it? Nope. Yeah, so you rolled a 15, so I will pass this information on to Nyla. Um, Jack, not Jack, wrong game. Charlie hysterically called um, his commanding officer and was like, this gravity well that we're already stuck in. And you're like looking at your notes and going, we're not stuck in it yet. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, but you guys haven't hit it yet. Coral, Charlie, maybe to just um, calm the waters a bit. We're not currently um, at risk. This is important information for us to be aware of. um, And perhaps try and find someone we can talk to about this. But like you said, Charlie, I would guess they have more essential crew working on this same kind of information. Yeah, I'm sure. And my bigger concern right now is Lori. But what can we do about her? They won't even let you talk to her. Well, I'm I'm going to see if the lieutenant governor can can talk to the proper people and maybe I'll I'll get in to see her. All I can do is hope right now. Oh, can't hear you. As you're having this conversation about hope, there is a no, Chantel, stop. Um you guys are going to ruin all names, and I'm not going to be able to use them all at all. Um, especially when there are also words that refer to just nouns 
and things that happen in a colonization situation. Um, there, there's a flicker and the TV, right? The view screen that's mounted in the wall comes on the great big one. And it is uh, a very clear representation of a government room. And, um, you see that it is, uh, coalition headquarters back on earth sending out a broadcast people of earth we have been monitoring the situation as the earth first strikes continue to occur on coalition installations across the globe we are currently estimating casualty counts but we want to assure you that we are working with all governments to bring the situation in line. As for the alleged incursion into the badlands of what was formerly South America, there is no credence to those rumors. Continue on with your lives. Do not give in to fear, and we will continue to do our best to keep you all safe. And then it sort of cuts off as a thing. Um, you know that this would be a couple of minutes in the past as a thing based upon transmission speeds. Um, and then the screen flickers back up again. And this includes, like, Laurie, you're able to see this in the brig as a thing. Like, there's a big... You're you're not seeing it, but you're hearing the broadcast through the corporal's uh, console. Right, because it's coming through the speakers and you're hearing it. But as that goes away, there's another broadcast that comes on. And this is Lieutenant Governor and Commodore Salisbury. And they're standing there. And Lieutenant Governor starts people of the Hijira as well as anyone else who can hear my voice above the other evangelist wing ships we understand that there are a lot of rumors going around on the ship right now with regards to terrorists in the fleet as well as information regarding some sort of gravitational weapon deployed by earth first into deep space we are investigating all leads that we can at this point. Please understand that the stowaway has not been charged with any crime at this point, but is being held for questioning while we finish launch procedures, which unfortunately take precedence at this time. As for the events on Earth, we understand that there is a lot of trepidation and fear going on on the ship. However, our mission is one way. There is no going back. We continue onward. And she looks over to the Commodore. 
and he steps forward. Our safety and the future of humanity are our primary concerns. They're the concerns of every member of the New Dawn fleet. We've suffered losses today, and there have been blows, but they are designed to prevent us from carrying on with our mission. We will not give in to the fear. We will not give in to terrorism. We will stand together as a crew and as the human race to continue our legacy and to build a better tomorrow than our forefathers built for us. And the transmission terminates. A few moments later, literally moments, not even minutes, like that was very clearly to Lori, a pre-recorded message, despite the fact that it very much said live on the screen. Um, the Commodore comes into the room, Lieutenant Governor right behind him, into your brig cell. And he walks up and he stares at you through the clear, uh, transparent aluminum uh, between the two of you. I'm going to give you one chance. What do you know about any of this? Literally nothing. And he digs around for a minute uh, in his pocket and nods to the corporal and a little panel slides and he sticks a pad through to you. This is a ledger. The ACH numbers match between your bank account and your cousin's. So at the very least, you sent your cousin a pretty substantial amount of money recently. You don't tend to throw 25 grand around just on a whim. So, you want to try again? I asked around. I wanted to get on a ship. He said, for money, he could give me information that would get me on a ship. So here's the thing. If I can't actually charge you with funding terrorism because that's not a charge. Do you think I would have knowingly, knowing what they were going to do, try to get on a ship that was going to explode me. Or deliberately get on another ship, then immediately get caught. Unfortunately, Earth history is full of a lot of people willing to die for a cause. I'm not that stupid. 
nothing about our interactions has ever shown me that to be true. And like the Lieutenant Governor like reaches up and puts her hand on his shoulder. the hell is that thing out in space? How the hell am I supposed to know? Because unfortunately, all of the evidence points to you being the only one who might. You saw what I came on board with. That's all I got. And he turns and just walks out of the room. And Governor Terzi looks at you. There's more going on than you know, unless he's right. And unfortunately for you, the evidence just keeps adding up. May I have it? Because right now I'm missing the evidence. All I got is that I'm standing here. Yeah. Because you're the prisoner, not the investigator. I'm on your side, but you're not giving us any reason to believe you. What do you want? A lack of belligerence would be great. It might help your cause a little bit. It didn't help you in basic. It's not going to help you if you stay here. Unless you want to spend the next 50 to 75 years in that cell. Because we're not going to space you. And we're not going to kill you. But if you can't learn to play as a team. Innocent or not. You're not going to get in the way of what we're doing. Then ask me for information I can give. We tried. And she turns and looks to the corporal. Call Nyla. She has ten minutes. And she walks out the door. Uh, back in Coral's office, house, living room, studio apartment with three stories, you know, whatever you want to call it. The I it had four stories. It might. It's I in my remember. notes. It's been a week. You know how many games I've run in that time? More than one. Uh, your uh, TV starts to do that. Ring, 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 ring. Phone call, phone call. She answers it. I am looking for Nyla. 
She, she's here. Nyla. It's for you. Yeah, is there is there a room I could step into? There's a small seat. office over over there if you want. Okay, I'll use the monitor in there. And she walks down and shuts the door. And you hear him like hemming and hawing. Well, that was unnecessary. You can come and see your girlfriend now. And he hangs up the phone. Oh, um, they they said you can go see Lori. And so, like, you're, like, sitting there waiting for the call to get transferred, and Coral comes and knocks on the door. Uh, Nyla? That's, that's great news. Maybe, but... They tell me where to go. Well, she's in the brig, but do we want to go... Th- I mean... We told people secret information that they didn't tell us was supposed to be a secret. They're probably going to throw us in the brig, too. This is probably a trap. It's an easy way to get us to the brig. And then they'll just shove us in a cell. Oh. Coral, you don't you don't need to come to the brig. It's okay. You can stay right here. You and Charlie can have more tea if you would like. He won't drink it. I think I'll have some more, though. Thank you. Coral is a pioneer of paranoia. And uh, Nyla's going to start heading out and she's going to just kind of nab Charlie and say, hey, uh, just keep keep an eye on her. Okay? I'll I'll be back in a bit. Oh, I can't hear you, Eric. Charlie's like, I got to go to work. Shift starts in like half an hour. Mm-hmm. When does Coral shift start? Not this week, because you're on. You're a civilian. She has nothing to do. Plenty of time to fret. Hey, Coral. On second thought, uh, do you want to go to the brig? Just you know, better than leaving here. Oh, I don't alone. The brig. The brig sounds scary. I don't, but I don't want to stay alone either. You know, oh. you know, come with me. We can talk about our book on the way. Um, I'm sure they'll have tea. We can. I'll bring some with me. Okay, okay. I'll go with you. Okay, I'll bring Good. a thermos. Good. Let's go. All right. So, Charlie, you head off to engineering to work. Essentially, uh, Nyla and Coral, you make your way to the brig. The corporal, like, you do the, like, midi, and it goes off, and he steps into the little, like, antechamber. Um, you need to stay there, and he points at Coral. Just hang out on that chair. All of the magazines are, like, I mean, they're not magazines. You can just look at the pad. It's connected to the database. It was a bad joke. You have 10 minutes, Miss Owens. And he opens the door and walks in and sits down at his desk because it's very clear you're not getting 10 private moments. You're just getting 10 minutes. She walks over and the first thing she does is just 
grab Lori and, and... You don't get to touch her. There's a no? cell between the two of you. Gosh, dang it. Then she just walks It's very clear and... you've not interacted with very many people in jail or prison nope. before, is it? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like literally there's a chair and the cell and then Lori. Okay, is it like a glass? Yeah, it's okay. transparent aluminum. Okay, let me rewind. So she walks up and just puts her hand uh, on the on the glass on the barrier. Hey, Lori does the same. Hey, hey, how are you? I mean, considering a little surprised. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm fairly surprised as well. Did you tell them everything? Did you tell them why you're here? Yeah. I, I really didn't know which ship I was getting on. I just got on a ship. Why? Your family. You went and everyone Everyone just said, I couldn't stay. You went and I couldn't stay. And so anywhere was better than there. Anywhere. Sorry. Why didn't you tell me you didn't make it through basic? It would have been harder for you knowing that I wasn't going. So, you didn't need to know. Yeah. The moment I didn't see you on any of the ships... Lori, that I would have rather known. I'm sorry. I know. 
Me too. Why did you punch him? In basic. He deserved it. Okay. It's one thing to one thing to say you're going to protect people and another thing to be willing to sacrifice a load of people because other people are more important. He deserved it. Okay. Lori, they said you had documents. There were documents with my name, my coworkers' names, informations about information about the ships. GM intrusion. No, they told you her cousin did. Oh, they did. Yeah, specifically. they said her cousin. Okay, that's. I was like, I can't remember if it was the cousin or. No, it was the okay. cousin. Yeah. Your cousin had all of this information? How? Did you know? No. And you know what? He deserves a punch somewhere, too. The amount of people he's hurt. I don't I understand. Do We're trying to do something good. Earth is dying. I get it. I get why they're doing it. I don't get why they're trying to stop others from doing something different. And I really don't think... Roberto is smart enough to put anything out in deep space. So so you you know about that. Um Yeah, I uh, I need to talk to some people um about that. Just work <laughs> Are you all right? Yeah. I, I, I wasn't a handful of hours ago uh, when we took off. 
I'm a lot better now. And I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to try. I, I don't know what I can do, but... <clears throat> the corporal kind of laughs a little bit. Not like guffaws, but just sort of this like... <clears throat> Maybe I should stay in here a little longer. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. Anything's better than there. And I'm glad this is that I'm here. I'm going to be anywhere. Yeah. I mean, of all the ships to end up on. That is some really fortuitous eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I mean, you could have ended up on the Chimera. Their captain's a jerk. He probably would have actually spaced you. Yeah, well, she didn't, so... Nyla doesn't take her eyes off of Lori as she says that. Is there anything else uh, you can tell them? They keep asking me for information I don't have. I don't know anything more about it and I don't know what they want me to tell them but you told them specifically what what drove you to get on a ship they didn't ask because it doesn't matter see I mean Mm. come on Dr. Owens You've been involved with this project for a long time based on this file. You know as well as I do what this place was designed to support. Yes. It wasn't designed to support any more than that. I know. So it doesn't matter what her motivation was. She's put everybody else in danger. And for someone who put no contact, no attachments that will prevent departure on their app. You don't seem to be living up to that. Back off. Get out, Owens. She doesn't say anything and just, uh, just walks out. And before, before Coral walks out, the brig. It has all the basic necessities that you would need. It's a brig. So if you get thrown in the brig, do you get your own cell or do they throw you in with the dangerous criminal? I, I can subdivide the cell. I mean, she's the only one in there right now, but I can make it smaller. And okay. I'm presses a button and you hear just like this exclamation as like in your cell, Lori, there's just like this wall that goes up and your space is cut in like half. Hey. Oh. See? I, w- I was just wondering. 
Thank you. It was nice meeting you. Thank you for joining us for this chapter of Far From Home. Please consider checking out patreon.com slash respite as we are entirely fan-supported. Now, on behalf of Chantel B., Sarah, Katie, and Jeff, I've been Eric Taylor. Good night. Good luck. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Please stay home. Love one another. And we'll catch you all next time. Bye, everyone. This game references the Savage Worlds game system available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings and unique characters, locations, and characters, logos, and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. And that's it for this chapter of Far From Home. Just a reminder that this podcast 